Know Your Food with Warty, episode 91. For links and more, visit the show notes at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. I'm Warty in Southwest Oregon, a traditional food blogger at Traditional Cooking School by Ganalfglins. You can find me at traditionalcookingschool.com and knowyourfoodpodcast.com. I'm so glad you're here. This is the podcast where we're all about embracing whole foods, raised, saved, and prepared with traditional methods. It's fun, it's delicious, and it's healthy. You're on your way to looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good. Hi and welcome everyone. I'm so glad you're with me today. Let's start with the tip of the week. This comes from my friends Amanda and Jeannie Rose at FreshBitesDaily.com and it's very easy instructions for drying persimmons in slices. You can see more from them at FreshBitesDaily.com. For this particular um, set of instructions, you'll want to go to KnowYourFoodPodcast.com slash persimmons. But let me... um, summarize it right now for you. The steps are very easy. They've got some beautiful pictures um, of persimmons, which late fall, the season for persimmons, you may have some uh, to dry yourself. So first thing you're going to do is identify the persimmons that are soft but not squishy. Uh, The squishy ones should just be uh, frozen as pulp and you can add them to to smoothies and baking, but they're not great for drying. So once you've got the ones that are soft but not squishy, you wash the fruit, dry it, Um, next you're going to slice through the top end of the persimmon to remove the cap. They don't just pull off. They do need to be sliced off. And then you're going to slice them into rounds and you want to keep them a uniform thickness so they dry evenly. So whether it's quarter, half, three eighths, whatever you choose, try to keep it consistent and lay your slices on uh, the racks of your food dehydrator. And then you're going to set the temperature somewhere around 115 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, and set them to dry. Check them about every 12 to 24 hours. Um, And as the time goes longer, you want to check them more frequently. You're looking for them to be dry like leather, but not brittle like a cracker. And when they're dry, then you want to store them airtight um, in a cool, dark location. Um, Jeannie and Amanda report that they've kept theirs up to eight months in the pantry. Uh, You can also freeze them for longer, or of course, if you want to go the whole vacuum seal uh, route, that'll extend their shelf life even longer. So once again, check out the full instructions at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash persimmons. And you definitely want to go there because here's a cool thing. You can dry persimmons whole. And Jeannie and Amanda show how their neighbor does that. And it's this beautiful picture of whole persimmons, kind of like a garland. Imagine like... um, you know how people dry whole garlic or whole cayenne pepper. Well, there's a similar thing you can do with persimmons. So go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash persimmons. That link will route you right over to Jeannie and Amanda's um, instructions on drying persimmons. Today's listener question comes from Frances B. She says, I hope you are well. I read your article on soaking and dehydrating nuts and seeds. And everybody who's listening, I'll include a link to that in the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. Francis goes on, once you dry them, do they need to be refrigerated or can they be stored in Ziploc bags at room temperature? I also would like to see if the same answer applies to soaked and dried gluten-free oats. 
Okay, well, as far as the nuts and seeds go, even if you're soaking and dehydrating them, they should be stored cold. And this is because some of the most unstable fats in the world are in nuts and seeds. And so that's really the risk you run at room temperature, especially if it's warm, warmer, is that the uh, natural fats in them will go rancid and then that's no good. So really they should be stored in the fridge or freezer. Um, doesn't mean you can't keep them at Ziploc bags, like for short periods of time, like maybe up to a week. And, you know, don't quote me on that time. It's just our practice. If I soak and dehydrate some, we'll keep some out and then we keep the rest cool and dark as possible. Um, same with, um, any of your grains, if they're sprouted, like let's say you're sprouting wheat or spelt, those are actually quite fine at, um, room temperature kept dry, but soaked um, soaked and dried oats, like you pre-soak them and then you dry them out sort of like just to use in, you know, toss oats in your muffins or cookies. Those would be best in cold storage, so fridge or freezer as well. This just keeps everything um, at its best. So thanks for the question, Francis. And if you have additional questions or comments, feel free to visit the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. Let's take a quick break and I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Wardy, a traditional cooking expert and food blogger at Ganalflins.com. For years, my family struggled with food-related health problems, but we don't anymore. And I'd love to show you that preparing whole foods with traditional methods is easy, delicious, and super good for you too. So just go to traditionalcookingschool.com slash free, and I'll show you how easily you can do it too. I'll give you five free videos that include my favorite traditional cooking techniques, plus printable at-a-glance fact sheets as a handy reference. So, if you're ready to start looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good, then visit traditionalcookingschool.com free today. Well, today I've got such a treat for you. This was, it's hard to say because I enjoy every week, but... Boy, one of the funnest um, visits I've had with po a podcast guest, and in fact, two podcast guests. This is Patrice and Jayla, um, who are Washington, D.C. natives now residing in New Jersey, and their thing is herbs, and they make wonderful herbal products, salves and lip balms, and they're just launching a brand new online business to sell them bigger than among their local clientele, and that's at EdensPureHerbals.com. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Patrice. Patrice is a soprano, a classically trained soprano. She's a certified birth doula. She knows a lot about placenta encapsulation. She's the author of Empowered to Birth Naturally, One Roman's Journey to Home Birth. And as I just mentioned, she and her daughter, Jayla, are co-owners of their um, new business, Eden's Pure Herbals, where they specialize in herbal soap, lotions, salves, and lip balm. And what they're doing is fantastic. I look forward to getting some of their products myself very soon. Um, but they are so fun. Their, um, their passion is evident. They have energy and they're funny. And it was just, we just clicked. And I really hope you enjoy our visit too, because I just think you're going to get a lot from them. Be entertained, be inspired, and just... Um, enjoy the back and forth. And Jayla is just a gem with how she's coming on board to help her mother. And this, um, this venture of theirs is such a great, um, learning opportunity for Jayla as a homeschooler. 
So I'm going to turn now to my visit with uh, Patrice and Jayla. And just remember, you can check out all the details of the giveaway we mentioned at the end at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. Uh, up for grabs, two bars of soap, your choice, a four-ounce jar of lotion, and a lip balm from Eden's Pure herbals.com. So all the details on that are at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. Hey everyone, this is Wardy and I'm here with Patrice London. Hi Patrice. Hi Wardy. I'm so glad you could join me, and you have your daughter sitting with you, so why don't the two of you tell us about yourselves? Do you want to go first, Jayla? Okay, mm-hmm. I'll go first. So, I'm Patrice London. I am a Christian unschooling mom of four at the moment, three girls and a boy. I finally got my boy. <laughs> um, we live right now. We live in New Jersey. We've been here for nine years. We've also lived in Washington D.C. and Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay. And what about you, Jayla? Well, I'm Jayla. Jayla London. And of course, I also live with my mom, my four siblings. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to be here today. What do you? Me too. I'm so excited about what the two of you are doing and so happy we can help and just tell all of our listeners and the people out there what you're doing. Um, So I'll let you break it to us. But first, you know, we're going to be talking about herbs here and herbal products made by love, made with love by Patrice and her daughter. So tell us more about what you do. So we make just about everything that we use. And like the only thing that I can think of right off that we don't make is hair conditioner and the kind that you wash out. And that's because we just love what we get from Trader Joe's. But everything else um, we make, we even make powder, laundry detergent, um, lotion, soap, lip balm, salve, all of our medicines we make from um, various herbs and just about everything. And um, it stemmed from just wanting to get away from the toxic ingredients that are in most of what we would buy in in these stores. Did you have any issues that led you to this or was it just a, not just, I'm not trying to minimize it, but did you you have this realization that things were toxic, you wanted to get away from it? Or did you have a health issue that made it a necessity? Yeah, my my middle daughter, she had eczema. She had it, it seemed like from birth, but um, at one point it got to be so bad that her skin felt like sandpaper, mm. like, like all over her skin. It was really bad. And my husband has eczema as well. And he would have these steroid creams. And I didn't want my little girl on a steroid cream. I didn't know very much about the um, various toxins and products, but I knew I didn't want her to deal with that. And so I wanted to find an avenue to get into herbs and try to find something for her that would work. And through my work as a doula and midwifery student, I got into herbs and, um, some kind of way I um, learned about making salves and I made that salve for her and it cleared her skin right up. Hmm. And 
we did that in conjunction with um, ch making changes to our diets and all. And it cleared our skin up so well that when we went around some family members, they um, they noticed it and said, what did you do? And I told them that, I'm, oh, I just made something. And then it just like snowballed. This person wants it, that one wants it. And then they tell somebody else. And I'm like, no, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't supposed to be all this. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. And then, you know, they're like, you need a website. And so for about four years, I lazily <laughs> went through like, um, supplying people with different things that I made and um, because I really didn't want to do it I was selling this stuff for next to nothing I wasn't I didn't try to advertise because every time I would say something on Facebook somebody would place an order and I'd be like man like I don't want to do this and so I used my son's um, birth as an excuse to um, stop like completely because we had him at home unassisted. And I was like, I need time. I just need time. And, um, and it's been about a year. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a year. So, so so basically by hook or by crook, you are being forced into this, aren't you? Yes, <laughs> yes. And yes. so you're you're just launching now your website. I'll tell everybody what it is. It's EdensPureHerbals.com. And the companion blog is at EdensPureHerbals.wordpress.com. I'll have links to both of those, um, plus um, Patrice's Facebook page at the show notes, which is knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. Patrice, I love your story about your daughter, and I have so much in common with you. We always talk about our son being our canary, you know, the story of the canary in the mine. Yes, yes. He was our canary from birth with horrible eczema. Um, and his skin was like sandpaper. It was red and itchy and poor boy. And, you know, that was our wake-up call to change all the toxic um, environmental, um, yeah. you know, pollution. I mean, down to, like, the spray yeah. on the grass to the soaps and cleaners we use to our diet. Mm -hmm. And and I had the same, um, like, I mean, j it just brought tears when we finally saw his baby soft skin for the first time because of yeah, yeah. the healing. I mean, you just, when your child is in such pain and is so rough, you just don't know what you're missing. And they, yeah. and they I mean, it's painful. So, oh, just what a great story. Yeah. So that was how you got into herbals. What a fascinating story. Um, and I'm so happy that you made that transformation. And uh you know, just the fact that you've been making it and people want it. I mean, what a great confirmation of doing something, you know, that's real and helpful for so many people. There are so many people in that same situation. Now, I want to talk about something funny I read on your blog. Okay. You make salves and things and yeah. how wonderful for skin conditions, but you've got this lip balm habit. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to tell us about that. <laughs> so, so when I was about... 15, 14 or 15 years old, I developed a cold sore. And I think it was my mom that introduced me to Blistex brand Lip Medex. And I fell in love with that stuff. It just felt like that icy hot kind of tingling feeling when I put it on my lips. And long after the cold sore was gone, I was still using it every single night and I couldn't just put on a normal amount of of anything I just had to like 
cake it on. My husband jokes that you could put your hand into my lips and like your whole hand would disappear in there. That's how <laughs> like caked on I put it on. And I do. It's just like glistening in the night and all. And um, it's just, I don't know. But I, I kept doing that for years and years and years. And you fast forward another, goodness, maybe 15, 18 years and I was still doing it. If I ran out, well, I only ran out maybe twice. And oh my gosh, those, those, <laughs> those that was, times. yes, that was so stressful for me because we were on vacation and I'm like, we have to go somewhere. We have to find Blistex. <laughs> I have to have this. And we would sometimes find the Blistex chapstick and I'm like, no, that's not right. That's not the one. I need oh. the lip medics. I need <laughs> that feeling. And so eventually I, um, got into lip balm just because it was just something else to do. And, um, it was, I had no frame of reference as far as other lip balms and how good they are or bad or, or, you know, so I started using mine during the day, but at night it was my lip medics. Cause I just loved that, that lip medics feel. And after a while I read those ingredients and yeah. that was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I said, I can't use this. I can't unknow what I know. So I had to make that switch. And I remember that night so well, my husband's looking at me, like trying not to laugh at me as I put the lip medics in the trash <laughs> and put mine on. And I'm just like, okay, I can do this. And I put some um, essential oils in there that would have that same kind of tingling feeling so that I could have something <laughs> because that was just, oh my goodness, that was a mess. But I'm still going, so I'm, and I never looked back. So and your lip balm, um, from your testimonials, um, people love it and come back for more. So tell us about the lip balm you're making. What makes it yeah. so special? It's I, calendula is the main ingredient. I I feel that's the herb that we use, and calendula is absolutely wonderful for all types of um, wounds, bruises. Um, cut scrapes so we the lip balm we use it for lip balm but we also use it if someone has um, a mosquito bite in the summer and we're out we just pull out the lip balm if someone has uh, um, gets a cut or scrape or something we pull that out goodness like we use it for so many different things I have one friend who um, they use it as lotion <laughs> they, I, I tell them all the time we make lotion you know but they they swear by the lip balm and that's all they want to use for like all over their body one of the um, their son has a um, landscaping business and he's always getting cut and all and scrapes and all and they absolutely love it they will buy a jar they'll bring me a jar and have me just fill it with just lip balm and so without revealing like your recipe or anything i mean what what kind of ingredients are we talking about that make up your lip balm yeah so coconut oil sunflower oil whatever essential oils i change that up depending on the sometimes the season or sometimes um what i want in in, in my mm -hmm. um, lip balm at the moment so um that's pretty much it beeswax mm -hmm. yeah that's it. Cool. So, Jayla, I'd love to hear from you a little bit. Um, I mean, you wouldn't be involved in this with your mom if you didn't love it. So 
tell us what you love about herbs or um, participating in making these products. Uh, what's your um, What's your inspiration? Oh, I just really like how it works. I like it's just really interesting to me how a plant can help you with your skin problems or whatever it is. My mom wasn't joking. She's really like she was really addicted to lip medics, so it was really like crazy that she would go off and use our lip balm. So I started using it too and it's really nice. I really like the way it works on your skin and I like helping other people and sharing it with them because everyone, after they use it, they swear by it after a while. Wonderful. (laughs) So this has all grown just by word of mouth and you're about to launch your website, EdensPureHerbals.com. Um, how about some stories for us? Like what have what have herbs done, herbals done for you or others? We've got the eczema, and of course now we have your yeah. your your you lip know. transformation. Yeah. What about <laughs> some of your customers? <laughs> One of so Jayla, you can tell the story about the um, your friend and dance, oh, and yeah. I'll tell the story about my sister. Okay. So with the sad. I was, a few years ago, I was in dance class, and I was taking ballet and point. And one of my friends had an ingrown toenail, so she wasn't able to do point glass, or else she would really mess up her feet and all. So so I asked her if she would just use our salve. I'm like, yeah, you should, you should try it to see if it would work. I wasn't really sure if it would work, actually. But I was like, eh, you know, you try it. So I gave it to her. And about the next week, she said she put on, like, she's like, I put on that green, that green glop on my toe. <laughs> and then the ingrown toenail just popped right out. I'm totally fine now. Wow. To dance on point, and we were all fine. And that's when you learned about more about plantain. Yeah, that's when I learned more Because your salve plantain is one of the um, yeah. base herbs? Mm-hmm. So tell us about plantain. What is it in particular? that it does. Plantain is a drawing out kind of herb. It's very good for drawing out like mosquito bites or bee stings and mm-hmm. apparently now ingrown toenails. Mm-hmm. So, so would it work on like slivers? I'm not sure what that is actually. What well is like it? a wood sliver uh, like if you get a splinter oh. in your t- foot or finger. <laughs> I never thought about that. Oh my god. We'll have to it- try it. We always think of like new problems to try to fix. Yeah, that's thank cool, you for telling me. About well, you better let me know because you know, yes. that's a common problem with people. That yeah. is, and, and when you can't get it out, doctors say, "Oh well, it'll work its way out eventually." But if it could happen faster, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah because everything else, it really does a wonderful job with drawing things out. So that man, I want a splinter to try. Yeah, I know. Well, don't go hurting yourself. So, um, Patrice, what about your sister? What's your sister's story? So, so my sister, um, she has been dealing with cancer for the last three or more years, and it's it's been absolutely horrible. And I am um, committed to providing her with everything that we make. So she for free. And I just send her whatever it is that she needs because um, a lot of times when um, they're going through their treatments and all, they are told to try to stay away 
from harmful ingredients and chemicals and all. And so before she had to go through radiation treatment, I told her that I wanted to send her some salve because at that point she was just using the soap, lotion and lip balm. And um, I told her that I was going to put frankincense in the salve because that's really good mm-hmm. as well for different like abscesses and cysts and all that kind of stuff. And so I sent her the the um, salve just before she started radiation and I asked her to just put it on anytime she remembered it, like morning and night. And um, of course, anytime she bathed and she did that. And she called me one day after her treatments were done. And she said that the doctor didn't say anything to her, but she noticed after a while that the doctor was like frantically searching her, the side of her breast because it was breast cancer. And, uh, well, that's what the way it started. And they were searching for a burn because um, they burn horribly when they have um, radiation treatments. My mom had cancer um, in her breast some years ago, about 11 years ago. And I, I wasn't making anything at that time. So I, you know, we didn't know. And my mother's skin is very, very dark, but Wardy, her skin was hot pink. I Ooh. promise, no exaggerations from the uh, radiation treatments. That's how badly her skin was burned. And of course she, you know, for anything to touch it at all, it was just mm-hmm. tormenting for her. And I didn't want my sister to go through that if she didn't have to, because now, you know, I made a product that could possibly help. Well, again, the doctor searched, could not find any, any kind of burn at all. And I was, that really, like, even now just blesses me so much because I was able to help her, you know, in in a small way to not have to deal with that part. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, it's traumatic. So many different things happen. And she even uses my, um, menthol salve for, um, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's something where the nerves in her hands and feet, she can't feel them hmm. sometimes when she's walking and um, she'll fall and and it, it helps to bring back some of the feeling in wow. her nerves and all. So it's really, um, that's the part of it that I really love. And what I would really love to do is um, get into doing workshops for the people in my area and um, teach them how to do this stuff because it's not, I still, I want to do this as a business now. And my daughter is so instrumental with the marketing and all, but I would love to teach people how to do this. People that would want to, not everybody would. And those people, fine, buy it from me. But I would love to teach people how to do this themselves so that they can pass it down and that so that these skills are never forgotten because God gave us these plants to help towards healing and we should use them there's they're wonderful and it's just amazing to me how one person can use um something for one thing and it just helps a myriad of other things too like we've discovered that the menthol salve we were we initially made it for chest congestion Mm -hmm. sort of like vicks and it helped with my sister with the radiation it helped with the um like if you have a headache, it helps mm-hmm. with muscle spasms, like all kinds of um, just it's, it's, it's almost like 
the opposite of what medicines do. Like you, you want to take this pill because you have a headache. Well, now it's going to damage your liver. It's like, it's, um, it's the opposite. It just, it benefits so many different things that you may not have even thought about trying to get healing for. Wow, that is incredible. And I just want to commend you for your generous spirit. I mean, all these years, you've just been showering what you're learning on others. And now, you know, going into business with Eden's herbals. But um, I mean, you're, it's so um, high minded of you to recognize that there are people that want to do it for themselves. And that's the journey they're on, and you want to help them. And then there's always going to be people who are busy, or for whatever reason, you know, their passion is something else, but they recognize the benefit of what you're doing. Right. And they're going to be your purchasers. Yeah. And that's just an awesome business model. Thank you. So for those people that are interested in learning about herbs, where should they start? What resources do you recommend? I absolutely love um, learningherbs.com. Okay. I love John Gallagher and um, his wife. The The model that they have set up is very, um, you go at your own pace, learning as much as you want to learn. And it's just wonderful. That is where I learned how to make my first salve. And I believe the lip balm too. Um, they're, they're just fantastic. So um, that, and that's learningherbs.com. And the, um, if you decide to become a member with them, it's um, herbmentor.com. But learning herbs is what will get you into the other part. But um, that that hands down was the best resource for me. I've taken a few classes and um, gotten like certificates and all, but they still remain to be my favorite source for learning about herbs. Fantastic. So that was learningherbs.com. Yes. What a great URL. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, So before we wrap up here, What's the most exciting thing about what you're doing? The, well, there's a couple for me. The helping people. My husband, my husband teases me about how anything that I get into, if it's not helping people, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and really, it's because I get bored. I get so bored if if what I'm doing doesn't have any kind of meaning and is not affecting some change. I don't. I don't see what the point is (laughs) so um that's that's fun it's always fun to hear back from different people about um the different ways they're using our products and and it's like just ways that we never even imagined or would have come up with ourselves and finding that they're experiencing like really good results with them and it's always fun to have a person buy one lip balm if they're in our presence like at an event they come in they buy one lip balm and maybe as they're walking away you see them start to open up the package and then they put some on and they come right back and they're (laughs) like can I have five more (laughs) I have several people who they buy 10 and 12 at a time because they want to they wanted to take them through a whole season and it's just it's, it's really fun I'm totally that kind of person. I mean, (laughs) I got a lip balm in my purse, by my bed, in the bathroom drawer, at my desk, in the kitchen. I mean, everywhere you want, you're going to be, you want your lip balm. (laughs) Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, fantastic. What about you, Jayla? What's your favorite, what's your most exciting thing? 
broadening my horizons. This new business is a new thing for me, and I was, like, a few months back, I was really getting into learning about business and marketing and all that kind of stuff. And I wanted a, a place to test out what I've learned and to, you know, practice, because I wanted to run an online business. So I'm really happy that we could do it in this way, because I love, like I said, I love seeing people get healed and being able to use all their plants and herbs well for our, our bodies. And just, it's just really exciting for me to try something new and help people. Morty, yeah. <laughs> it's been absolutely amazing because Again, I, I wasn't really thinking of picking this up and really running it as a real business. Yeah. But several things happened that pushed me in this direction. One was was my father-in-law. He came over and um, we had different family members here. We were making laundry detergent. I had my aunt helping me. And she's like, goodness, what don't you make? And <laughs> my dad says, money. <laughs> and, I was and I was like, okay, I take that as a challenge. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pick this up soon. And, but it was like in the back of my mind. And then another day, one of my friends who I had given some soap and lotions to, he said, you know, I've just met a woman that is making really good money doing exactly what you're doing. You really need to do this. And so that was number two. And then the third one was just offhandedly, my daughter is walking by me at one point and she's like, you know, I think I want to go into um, business with you. I want to help you if you go ahead and do that again, the, the whole soaps and lotions thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, let's go ahead and do it. And my God, if this child did not have every resource, like, under her belt already she any like issue that came up she's like oh I have a resource for that it was like God was steering her in the direction to just be ready all she needed was for me to say okay let's do it and she had it's it's amazing she just has all these different resources I've been studying for months yes that she's been studying for months but didn't have a business yeah (laughs) I'm like oh my god that is just fantastic what wonderful confirmation yeah yeah but also picking up the gauntlet and going for it I'm proud of you both thank you so everyone I just want to wrap up with a few things for you you can get links and more to everything that Patrice and her daughter are doing at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. And at the time that this episode airs, their shop will, Lord willing, have been open already for a few days. And you can find it at edenspureherbals.com. And I can tell you, Patrice and Jayla, that I will be uh, placing an order myself when you open. So I just can't wait to try your things. I mean, I already know you and know you're doing wonderful things. So I can't wait to... Can we give out something? Sure. That would yes. be great. I love giving. That's like my thing. I can tell. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Are you going to tell us about it now? Hmm. What can we, what should we put together, Jayla? Um, I'm thinking like. We have to do soap. Yes. Soap. soap lotion. Lip balm. Lip balm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can do soap, lotion, and lip balm. Yeah. So. Okay. So maybe two bars of soap, a uh, um, four-ounce um, container of lotion, and a lip balm. Okay, so we're going to give that away to a listener. 
Yes. Okay, so I'll, we're just making this up on the fly, everybody. So <laughs> the show notes are knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 91. So all you need to do to get entered is to leave a comment, say hi to Patrice and Jayla. And then this podcast is going to go up uh, the first Friday in November, and I'll just leave the giveaway open for um, a week. So till the following Friday, till the second Friday in November. So you have a week to listen in and come on by the show notes and leave your comment. And then um, we'll keep this to the U.S. Yes. And then um, I will be in touch with the winner (laughs) and to connect you up with Patrice. Well, thank you so much to the both of you, to the both of you you. for joining me. And just God bless your um, herbal uh, venture. And um, I'm just so happy to have been able to visit with you and be a part of it. Yes, thank you so much, Wardy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you again soon. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode. Just go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then, without a space, just type the number of this episode. You'll get links and much more information about what we've been talking about. You can submit questions for future episodes. I love to answer your questions on the air. So go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash questions to submit them. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Warty while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. While you're there, please do leave a rating or review. I love to get them, love to read your comments, and they're invaluable to help other people find this podcast. Thank you so much.